this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants podcast. Cash is trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast Survivor News Edition, Episode 159. Not goodbye. It's high. I serve as your humble and oh so gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Survivor News. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. The podcast awaits for you to hit subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And like always with your Survivor News, you can follow along to this audio podcast on YouTube at Bryce Isaiah. Hit subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, and get in the comments. We got a bunch of questions for you along the way with this week's episode. Ooh, it's been a long couple of days. Bryce and Wen present the kickoff to the RHAP Live in New York. We was out there showing love, singing our karaoke. And I just have to give a huge shout out to the Purple Pants Posse and all of the RHAP supporters that came out that showed us so much love. The feedback that we I, everyone received about the Purple Pants podcast last week, Unconscious Bias, was phenomenal. The way that you guys poured into Wendell and myself about how you received the podcast, how it touched you, truly means the world to me. It is the point of the Purple Pants podcast. It's a unique perspective on Survivor. And if you listen to the regular Purple Pants podcast, it's a unique perspective on life. And so I thank you guys so much for always tuning in, listening, listening with an open heart and an open mind. And so I'm just so excited. A huge shout out to Rob Sesternino for putting on the first live event for RHAP in two years. It was so much fun and it was just amazing. It just makes me be so proud to be a part of this RHAP community. Thank you so much for always pouring into myself, pouring into Wendell, pouring into Jack, pouring into any guests that the Purple Pants podcast has 
I truly appreciate you. It does not go unnoticed. I would be lying if I did not say that in New York, I was crying like a baby at how many people were just coming up to me and just telling me how much the Purple Pants podcast means to them. And I just want to pour back into you guys. It does not go unnoticed. I appreciate it so much. I never in a million years would I have thought that my voice could be so important to so many other people and the love that you guys poured into me this past week. I want to just continue to just spread love, spread acceptance. And listen, it's the Purple Pants podcast. And so we are here this week. We are breaking down episode 10 of Survivor. We've got Jack Atkins from The Circle season two. We've got Wendeezy Holland, winner of Ghost Island. And your baby boys unite to give you this week's Survivor news. So listen, without further ado let's go somebody cue up the music it's survivor news And we are back with your Survivor News. Welcome back. And we are so excited to be here to chat and to have another amazing conversation. I'd like to formally welcome to the podcast, the baby boy that is the Jack. To not my Atkins, but to your Atkins, Jack from Circle Season 2. What it do, baby boy? What it do, baby boy? Good to be here as always. And it's nice to see you guys. Yes. And also, let's welcome... Winner of Ghost Island, participant of season 40, winners at war, and multiple. When I mean multiple, it's not one, it's not two, it's not three, it's given a lot. But before we even introduce him, because last time I feel like I fumbled the ball, but now I got it. Because with your house IQ, is it high or low? low. With your house IQ, is it high or low? low? Is it high? Oh, 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 you, you better. Okay, baby boy. Let's formally welcome to the podcast when DZ Holland would it do? What's up? What's up? We out here fresh off of RHAP live, fresh off of Bryce and Wen present the RHAP live kickoff karaoke. It was a great couple days and we are back to pot about a good episode. Yes, yes, yes. Before we get into all of that nitty gritty, we just have to give a huge shout out to the New York, to Delaware, to Philadelphia, to Pennsylvania, to Maine, to Boston, everyone that showed up for the Bryce and Wynn Presents, the RHAP Live kickoff. Texas. H-Town. H-Town. They were in the building and we had an amazing time. Uh, So much love. Shout out to DJ Caution. Shout out to, you know, Dom from season 36. In my opinion, let me just change the screen real quick. The real winner of Ghost Island. (laughs) You better watch yourself, Bryce, because we know that you are the real it's okay nope I'm not even gonna go there Dom no, was in the gym yeah Dom Dom was looking like a snizzack okay shout out to all of the amazing people that came out to the Bryce and Wynn present karaoke we had a time Chris Noble 
was in the Chris building. Noble. The noble one? You missed the noble one, Jackery. No. Yeah. I would have flown out if I knew the noble one was there. Yes. Eliza wow. was in the building. Dom. Okay. Enzo from Enzo. Big Brother. Now, let me just tell y'all real quick. <laughs> So I, you I, see that hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> Enzo in his hoodie, my goodness. He came in letting us know how fresh his hoodie was. His Listen, Enzo, <laughs> he came in. Yes, he, when we started taking a photo, Enzo was like, I gotta, I gotta put the hood up. I gotta put the hood up. I yeah, he was. Put the- now, who's going to tell my man that's a windbreaker? Though? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh don't do Jackie, that. Don't do that. Jack Atkins, be careful. Oh, I, start, <laughs> I think I Enzo got hands, man. He might. Oh, I love I love the hoodie, Enzo. <laughs> you don't see him at hearts, okay? <laughs> yes. I was such a huge fan of Enzo. And um, I think that when I first met Enzo, Wendell introduced me to him. And, you know, I... It was giving shy Brycey. I was like, hi. And that's all I gave. But then it was like after, you know, baby boy had a little cocktail or two. I got to tell Enzo my experience of him watching him on his first round, watching him on uh, when he came back for all stars. And this is just what I have to say. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, You know, you might think something of somebody, but like, you know, give them the opportunity to prove themselves. And when I say Enzo, Show me nothing but love. I was, uh, I just, I just have to say, love Enzo. Also, shout out to Jared, aka Pooh, Sari's son, who pulled up. Shout out to Cash from Love Island. Shout out to, we had, we had the people from The Bachelor that pulled up. It was that's, giving. That's Chelsea from The Bachelor, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Chelsea from The Bachelor pulled up. It was giving such an amazing thing. Chris Noble, you know, Wendell did not tell Chris Noble to put the mic down. But he didn't put the he didn't pick the mic up at the karaoke night. You know he didn't, no. but it's okay. Uh, you know, and just again, just shout out to everyone that came out and showed us love. Uh, Jelani, Jelani from Amazing Race was Sydney there. Forty one pulled up. Sydney Sam Moore from the RHAP community. Like you know, it was just a, it was a live, live, live. But Jack, you know how Wendell was telling Chris Noble to put the mic down. Mm-hmm. You know, and first of all, you know, at karaoke, shout out to DJ Caution from Philadelphia, the weekend rebel. He showed out, he showed love, um, and he killed it. And you know, you, you know, we had our songs ready, you know. Uh, Bryce, okay. What you got queued up for us? Bryce. I, I don't have why would you say I have what you got queued up? up for us? And Bryce. listen, if you are listening to this audio podcast, shout out to you. But you know what you need to do is head over to the YouTube page at Bryce Isaiah so you can get these visuals, so you can get these looks. But um, yeah, you know, if when DZ was telling Chris Noble to put the mic down, oh, you about to Jack, show a real one. Look, what you what you see here, Jack? Okay, oh, oh, oh. This is what would you think of P. Oh, who's hot? Who's not? Who's tell me, tell who me rock, who's, who's not? Sell who's sell out the Who's sell out? Who don't know the words? But look at what you get. Yes, I do. Look at the stage presence. Wait, that's a control. Watch the crowd control. Wait, what I want y'all to see because we're gonna run this back one more time. Get into Wendell's little boogie woogie. Not right now. That's Jared. Okay, Wendell doing a little boogie woogie. We're gonna show him on casual TA. He was in the building. Now get into Wendell when he turn around. What is oh what what in the world is going on? I had to talk to the crowd. I had to let him know. 
Listen, if you thought that was a performance, Jack, you thought that that that, that, that was, it was, a, it was something. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, but you, but you know we was in New York. So of course you had to show homage. You had to show homage to the Queen B. Yeah. I got my eye on a guy in a Warwick coat. Don't need no Bryce Isaiah got the what you don't you know Bryce Isaiah got the ill. Don't you know Bryce Isaiah got the okay, maybe it's not it's 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 not sinking how it's supposed to be sinking. Let's try it again. Don't you know Bryce Isaiah got the uh, 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 <laughs> let me show you what it's all about, how I make a sprite can disappear in my mouth. Oh, huh? shake up what? the dice, wrote down the price, bet it all player. Price. Money, money ain't a thing okay, throwing out like rice. Been around the world and cop the same thing twice, but I also want y'all to know. <laughs> I want y'all to look at this video. Look in the background. Who my biggest supporter? Who back there hyping your baby boy up? None other than the win DZ. He also was looking at me crazy when I said I can make a Sprite can disappear in my <laughs> mouth and the lie detector said that that is not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I have FOMO up until that one, but... Ah! <laughs> It looked, it looked like a great time. Other than that, though, what were the, what were some of the highlights? I know you had the the live know it alls with Rob on Wednesday. The live know it alls was amazing. Shout out to the baby boy that is Rob Sesternino. Uh, he absolutely, you know, showed us a great time. Jamal Shipman, Victoria, Evie, Tiffany, Hilarious. came through, and uh, yeah, yeah, Tiffany stole the show. But the real person, in my opinion, I don't want to talk too much, uh, that stole the show for me was Jamal brought his dad. Mm. And his dad, first of all, Jack, Mr. Shipman. Mr. (laughs) Shipman. And listen, I know you might think you want to see my buffs. (laughs) You know, I know you might think Ben is a legend. But listen, Jamal Shipman's dad was such a legend. He had his name written on the phone. Okay, it was like, you know, it was like Clifford OG. OG Shipman. Okay. He was in pocket. He was like, he was in pocket. He was. And for me, though, what was the most endearing thing um, about Jamal and his dad? Uh, because let's just be clear Jamal Daddy got the swag. Okay. Jamal Daddy, like, you know, after we were leaving, you know, Jamal kept being like, guys, I got to go. My dad wants to go. My dad wants to go. Jamal's dad was looking at us like, I don't want to go. It's Jamal. <laughs> but the the thing that I love the most about just being with Jamal and, and, and being around his father was it was just something about seeing a black father that was so proud of Jamal and when I mean so proud like while we were on the stage Jamal's dad was standing up in his seat and like his light on his camera was all like Jamal's dad was like bit like Jamal's dad was just so proud of Jamal and it it was deep it was deep to watch that it was so watching him we we did a little pregame his dad was taking all these photos of him Mm. And Jamal said that his dad was the OG Survivor fan from Jump. He's like, I'm only coming if if you guys say my dad can come. We're like, of course, wow. bring your dad. Yeah, we tell everybody, bring everybody. Yeah. And his dad was so cool and so proud of his son that it's a beautiful, beautiful relationship right there. That's amazing. Yeah, and it like not just like you know how sometimes the people be like, oh my 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 parents are fans of the show, uh, but no, like Jamal's dad 
was a fan of the show. Like he was mm-hmm. like, Evie, can I get a photo? Wendell, can I get a photo? Tiffy. He he was like, even Bryce. I'm like, wait a minute, you want a photo <laughs> with me? Like it it was uh this, and again, I just feel like a in, in the black community, there is at times an absence of the black father. And just to see like to to see the way that Jamal's dad just was so first of all, he reminded me a little he reminded me. Don't say senior. Dare I say a senior? I'm like, you know, they got, you know, nice looking sons, but we clearly see the apple in in both of those cases fell far from the tree because the tree (laughs) was where it was at. Uh, But again, just a huge shout out to Rob for putting on a live show again and having Wendell and I host the kickoff. It was truly amazing. And just, you know, the amount of people that and I, I can only speak for myself, but Wendell, like the amount of people that came up to me to just talk about our last episode and the impact of it was uh, it was a lot for me. Yeah, I same with me. It was it was kind of overwhelming. It was they would tell us there was one teacher that came up to me that said like she she has been able to like see her students differently now. And because uh, she's like a white lady and she has all black students, she said she sees them differently now. And she can, uh, I guess, understand or relate to them a little differently now. Wow. And just so many people were coming up to us saying, oh, that that was my first time hearing you guys. Um, so maybe we should do a better job of, of sharing our videos or something like that. But they were just so happy to hear from us. And then they wanted to go back and like hear our other our other talks. And I said, all right, well, go back and check out the Evie one because that one was huge and, and yeah. so powerful. But um, they said that. They enjoy that we have a good time on the podcast, but we also talk about the the issues. Right. Definitely. Another common thread that I got, they they a lot of people could not believe that you're in college, Jack. A lot of people were like, Jack looks like a fraternity boy, but he talked like a zaddy. Like you talk hey. with, you talk with substance, you talk with knowledge, and uh it 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 was uh truly humbling just to be in the presence of so many great people and for them to have so much feedback, so many people saying that like the way that we presented the conversation was able to to change their mind. And so many people were saying to me that listening to this podcast empowered them to go into spaces that might be all white and they're white, but mm-hmm. I hear what y'all said. So I want to bring the conversation to them. And I just shout out to all of the allies of the purple pants posse. It does not go unnoticed. Anyone that we were not able to say hello to charge it to the room and not our heart because uh, the love was definitely felt. And we just appreciate you guys so much. That sounds like an awesome event. And it's it's great to hear that that positive feedback. Cause sometimes for me it feels like, you know, I'm just getting on here talking about the recent episode with my friends sort of in a vacuum. But to hear that there's so many people that are seeing it and that it's impacting is amazing. Even in Chicago, a few people came up to me and just said, you know, the things we talk about really mean a lot to them. And that that's such a game changer for me. So it's awesome. I'll have to try to pop out for the next one. But yeah, it sounds like a great time. Yes, 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 yes. Well, let's get into the episode. But before we get into the episode, oh, anyone that's on the YouTube channel that's watching, if you're wondering whether or not if I could hear, I could hear. 
If you wonder or not of whether or not when DC can hear, when DC can hear, but what you do not have to wonder <laughs> is if Jack Stop. Jack can hear Jack, everything. Jack can hear everything. Jack <laughs> might not have been in New York, but the headphones that Jack got on. They're both <laughs> either side is bigger than his head. <laughs> <laughs> How are how is your neck still intact right now? It's, it's, <laughs> our conversations are so powerful. I gotta make sure I'm absorbing everything you guys are telling me. It's not out of pocket. It's definitely ear pocket this week. Okay. Oh my goodness. Man. Oh my god. Well, great way to start it off. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, sorry. I just strong neck. No, 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 no. Yeah, this, this is how I train. This is how I, I I I don't go to the gym, but this is how I strengthen my shoulders and my my neck, Jeez. so all right, yeah. But listen, nice. you know what it makes me think of? Don't say it. Hey, little shorty, let me whisper in your ear. Let me tell you my right here. Wait till you see my. Wait till you hear the pod. Wait till you hear the pod. Oh, wait till you hear the pod. Oh, oh. You hear the pod. oh. Jack, do you know what song we're singing? I know the start of it's like, hey, little mama, let me whisper. Let me listen. Hey, yeah. hey, oh, that's why I like oh, it. Worry, oh, man. Jack, Jack is coming to now that I got these on, I've heard every song. Jack is coming to the barbecue this summer. That, that is yeah. Wait by the Yin Yang Twins. Twins. And oh, also, anybody ever watch, you used to watch 106 in Park, right, Wendell? Yes. So, you know, Free and AJ were the original hosts. So, mm-hmm. you know me, I always love the female rappers. Free did a uh, a remix of it. So I used to, that was like, you know, when I had Napster back when I was like six months old, um, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I definitely uh, downloaded that and You're had that. your age. <laughs> it's not. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. But anyway, listen, let's get into episode 10. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the moderator. Take it away. Okay. So this is right after a very uh, a double boot and a very deep tribal 
where Jonathan put his foot in his mouth. Drea and Marianne let him know how they felt. We saw Lindsay. She was an ally. Um, Tori and Roxbury went home that night. And so this is the aftermath where people are coming back to camp. The first group comes back to camp. It's a very rainy night. Everyone is mm. cold. And mm. High basically says Tribal went how he wanted it to. He got his main target out, which was Roxroy. Mike said he was upset with himself because he gave Rox his word. We know Mike is a loyal guy. Omer, he he said, I think this is when he said, Mikey, no likey. <laughs> and he he also said that now going forward, what he wanted to do was sever Mike's relationship with High. Yeah. Yes. We also get the second group coming back. Uh, I think Jonathan said something like, we lost Tori. And someone was like, good job, buddy. And I was thinking, are we going to hear some talk about the, the, the yeah. things that just happened? And we didn't really get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, that is a not, you know, I don't want to call CBS out, but I want to call them in. And I feel like very indicative Jack, did I? That was I, I was just thinking about. We gonna see, right? Yeah, we got. Indeed. He has to finish the sentence now. I know he's on the right. I know he's headed. He's on the right you. direction. Yeah. I just I felt as though how Survivor handled last week's episode was great, and then how they handled this week's episode was just very indicative of this country. Very like you know, we want to sweep things under the rug. We don't want to like you know. And I think that again, the conversation like I like. Uh, Whatever happened this episode happened, but there had to be more conversations afterwards. And there yeah. had to be like, you know, and at times I know talking about race, I t- talking about gender, talking about sexuality, a lot of things are uncomfortable. And then it's like the next day, it's like, hey, anybody want to get pizza? Like, you know, I, I just as a viewer, I would have liked to see it unfold a little bit more. Show me the uncomfort comfortability show me the 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 raw reaction uh but for them to kind of just like sweep it under the rug a little bit it it kind of does last episode a little disservice because it it it, it just is like it doesn't just end like that it's not like in my opinion i feel like there is more of a conversation there's more of a dialogue and the fact that we just like are just okay back to game it was surprising Uh, for sure yeah i I, like Go ahead, yeah. Jack. No, I, I don't have too much. I, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, it, it was weird that it wasn't addressed at all. And like you said, that might be kind of indicative of the fact that maybe CBS feels like for the, the casual audience or whatever, last week might have been a lot. And so now they're they're appealing to them by just kind of wiping it under or sliding it under the rug um, and trying to find a balance. But it, like you said, there's certainly some conversations that happened back at camp that I would have loved to see now you know, even like a secret scene or something, just, right. just getting it. Get, Cause I'm sure the players out there handled it in a, a very interesting, deep, hopefully mature way. So those conversations would have been really interesting to happen again. Like you said, instead of seeing them, Oh, the, the, all the firewoods wet, let's go get some firewood. Like it was, it was kind of strange. I, um, I'll just play the devil's advocate here. So we're assuming that those conversations were had, but also if, if you put yourself in a Marianne or Adrea's shoes, at that tribal, we saw Drea give him a hug, uh, Jonathan a hug afterwards. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something something that they might not want to necessarily dwell on. 
with the thoughts that, all right, this might, I could sit here and dwell on this, but this might hinder my game. So, you know what? All right. I let this fool know what it was. And now we might have a quick conversation here or there. It might be so quick that CBS is just like, all right, um, we're going to keep, we're going to keep this. Yeah. That's a good point. Good point. But again, for me, I might not, not have even wanted to hear from a Drea or a Marianne. I might have wanted to hear from a Lindsay. Like I, I might have wanted to hear of what Lindsay would have said to, you know, Marianne. Or I might have wanted to hear Jonathan okay. tell Mike or Jonathan tell Omer what happened. Like, you know, I I think that those perspectives are are, are great. And honestly, like, you know, you're on the spot, you're a tribal, but for me, it it, it would have been like the debriefing. And anyone that knows me, I love a good debriefing. I think debriefing is like very helpful, very healthy. Jack, we have our late night conversations. Like, you know, when DZ, anytime there's an event, you know, I'm in window room for three hours sitting on the floor eating a leftover food, just like rambling on. I, I, I yeah. think that there is something to debriefing that we don't acknowledge. We don't talk about, but there is just like, you know, how many times like you go out back in the day, which you, you, you not back in the day, but maybe yesterday with your, yeah. your frat brothers. For me, I'm going out with my girlfriends. You know, Wendell, you going out with your Morehouse brothers. Shout out, first of all, shout out to all the Morehouse listen here, brothers. Listen here. I'm just been shouting moving. out to all the Morehouse brothers, but how many times you go out and then it's like yep. of an amazing night. The next night you on the phone like, what's up? Can you believe Jack was eating broccoli off the floor? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> there is something to like. Who told you that? Yeah. No. <laughs> but there's something to that. It, it, and I, mm. I think that there was a missed opportunity. I hear what you're saying, Wendell. Like, let's not dwell on it, but I just okay. would have lo- loved to hear someone's perspective or someone telling someone about tribal the other night. But uh, again, this is us as a fan and they are making a TV show. So I, I get both sides of it. I wonder how many of those conversations Jonathan even had after, mm. after that tribal, maybe he wonder, left thinking, Oh, she hugged me. You know, I, mm. they got, I got my point across. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I mean professionals could be the, the best. I mean, there could be some confessionals where people are given their, their right. most honest thoughts. So uh, yeah, it, there's something maybe, there's gotta be something out yeah. there. It'll be interesting to see. But like you guys said, like it's a TV maybe show. Maybe, reason, that's, maybe yeah. that's the reason we didn't see it. Maybe, maybe you know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it comes up later. Maybe I mean, it comes okay. up next, next episode. Mm-hmm. But we do get Lindsay telling Omer how Jonathan screwed things up. She says she can't really rely on him. And these are the this is we're starting to see some of this fallout from how he talked to her and how he spoke and and treated people in tribal and now Lindsay is telling you know telling him that yep. she also says that two idols were played i think she says this in her confessional and she goes out looking for an idol yo how's that go for her i love Lindsay, by the way but yeah. you know we we got we got to laugh at some silly blunders in the game so how'd that go for her yeah her, she literally reached into the the nook in the tree where it oh, was oh. and she's like oh Never mind. I already looked there. Like, and oh, yeah, it was tough to it was tough to see because as soon as that, you know, a lot of times they'll show someone looking. You know, they're, they're, people are always looking. I assume so. They're not going to show every time. So usually when they show it, it's like, oh, someone's about to find something. Yeah. And then Lindsay it, go and then oh, it was tough. 
I feel like I've been watching Survivor enough to know that, like, I don't know who is who edits these, but I feel like I know them. I know the type of the music. I know the tempo mm-hmm. of the music. When somebody's about to miss an idol, I'll be like, oh, they missing it. <laughs> They're going to miss it. And it, it's like, I li- like, I literally was in the SV uh, theater in New York. Like, we, we in the what? That window. The, what was the name of the, the theater? VSA? No. SVU? No. SVA. SVA. I was literally in the SVA theater sitting next to Wendell like, she's not going to find it. And of course, Wendell's trying to be all cool like, shh. Which kind of sort of annoyed me. But, but then when someone else. Well, but Bryce, I had a question before that. Okay, go ahead. You said you know the the music. I it, not the music. It's the temple of the music. I feel like it's the angle of like, how, like any Survivor fans that are with me in the YouTube comments. Let me know. I feel like if they like show the idol, mm-hmm. then they show the ground, then mm-hmm. they show the twig, and then they show the person looking for the idol. It's like nope, they're not gonna find it. Now, but, as a Survivor player or going out for Survivor, and if you're out there looking for idols. Be aware of the cameraman as well. Oh, Pro tip. Oh, Keep an eye on the cameraman as well. Okay? Don't tell anybody I told you that. Okay? Purple Pants exclusive. Purple ah, Pants ah, exclusive. Ah, okay? Wait a minute. Not you dropping TT. So, as Bryce was saying, Lindsay couldn't find it. However, mm. Jack. Marianne comes oh. through. Oh. Come and through. Oh. I also just want to say that when I was like, because, you know, I was whispering because I knew Jack with his headphones, he would hear it. I was like, she's not going to find it. And Wendell was like, but the second that Marianne found it, (laughs) because she found it. But also, anybody that watched the watched the episode, you could see Marianne randomly just going off, looking for dry firewood. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they show Marianne walking, and then they show the idol. Then they show Marianne walking. And then the music, it go from like, bum, 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 to like, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, she's about to get an idol. Like, so, for me, hey. <laughs> A fan of the show, I love to guess the editing of like, mm-hmm. are they editing us that like, you know, are we about to see an idol find? Are we about to lose an idol find? Or even the same can be said during challenges. Like, who who's going to like, but so for me, but you know, I'm just a connoisseur of the editor. I'm a connoisseur of the editor. Oh, yeah. I was surprised that it was just a straight up idol. I thought it was going to be like a clue or a beware or something like that. So it was a little weird to me because it, you know, it, what, it didn't look, and obviously it's the islands, it's a big island, but it was just a note kind of right in the, sitting right on the tree. I was like, that's, that's all we got to do. But it felt like kind of a good karma for, for Marianne. You know what I mean? Like she didn't really have to play her idol at the last tribal strategically, but for other reasons, she was sort of forced to. And so for her to get another one, I don't think anyone could really complain about that. So. So my question to you guys is, as the new monster, as Jeff liked to say, drop the four, add the one, drop the four, keep the two. What are your thoughts on, like, 
just seeing a, a regular degla idol. Not mad at it. Okay. <laughs> but like I was gonna like I said, I yeah, I wish there was it just felt a little it kind of reminds me of like Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, oh. no shade, but like Ben goes on a streak of finding idols oh. as as he should, but the idols were always just like sitting around. Cool. It's like let's get a little let's let's get something interesting. I, like just off the top of my head, I remember I think Jeremy and Second Chances like had to go around the island and there was a he had he found a clue and then at night he had to like sneak off and there was a torch with the idol hanging from it. It's like I want I want to see that more than than just like oh note in the tree grab it idol like it's a little anticlimactic. So Jackery, you saying the idol was just sitting on top of the world, top of the world, top of the world. Top of the world, sitting on top. top of the world. Some people say that I'm not the same girl. Some people say that I'm on the same world. World. Now let's see if Wendell know the the main. I don't know the word words. I just know sitting on top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. You don't know the mace verse. No. Oh. Well, if 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 you start me off, so go ahead. Go ahead. You don't know it either. But no, I do, I do, but I, I don't know it singularly. I know it. At, at, finish my sentence with Capella, not yes. acapella, but with the with the Capella. I just know it's like sitting on Cone. top of the world, top of the world, top of the world, top of the world. Uh, 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 I got a mace verse if you want one. On the top one. It's the Marianne verse now. Oh, oh. Frizzle sticks. Frizzle sticks. <laughs> Sugar sticks. All right. So when Marianne finds her, uh, let me add sitting on top of the world to our Survivor News playlist, first of oh. all. Okay. Sitting on top of the world. I'm making a playlist on my uh, iTunes. So there's that. Of all the songs we sing, so we could drop it on Jack at the end of the season. He could yeah, study I was gonna up. say I, I don't. Yes. I don't think I've ever known a single one. I'm still. I'm still holding on hope. By the now, when Marianne finds this idol, she says, "This is gonna be my secret and my secret alone. There's no stipulation. There's no secret code. I found this. I'm playing it right. No, I found this, and it shows that I'm playing right in a strategic sense and in the moral sense. I love Marianne." She is a ray of sunshine. This young lady is out there living her dream, playing hard, and her hard gameplay and her big heart is 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 bringing her good things in the game. Yep. Yeah, I love Marianne. Tell me why the idols can someone up the art department budget, please? Like they they look fake. <laughs> you know what? I don't hey. know. Do, 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 do they need to hire Eliza? I don't, yeah. No, because yeah. Or Ozzy. No, I'm saying uh, Eliza because you know when Eliza when Eliza saw the fake idol, she said this ain't yeah. it. Yeah. So she would know what a real idol looked like. Good call. I, I see where you went there. Okay. Y'all didn't, but you know, hopefully, yeah. And yeah. again, what I love about this is I'm a, a firm believer of if you put good energy out into the world, good energy will come back to you. And I feel like mm-hmm. if this is not like the true representation of that, uh, yeah, a word, be, be a good person. That's right. Live and let live. Also, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm gonna just sprinkle that one in here. Okay. Anyway, so then we get in the challenge day 18, where you have to 
this is a reward challenge where you have to maneuver a sandbag and at the through, you know, the water and and some balance, whatever, over and under, whatever. And then you have to land it on a little uh, a little table. And this is for pizza reward. pizza and a night survivor sanctuary, a, yeah. a survivor yeah. sanctuary, a night of a blanket and a warm sleeping quarters mm-hmm. uh seeing that rain triggered me i might have only been on kagyan eight days but we had three of those eight days eight days that it rained and you know i tell this story time and time again but you know it's one thing to be rained on it's another thing for the rain to rain in the middle of the night it's another thing for you to like you know on survivor your alarm clock is the sun your, you know, time to go to bed, the sun go down, we in the shelter. When the sun come up, we get up. And so it's one thing to just like be poured on, rained on, like think of you and your clothes, your underwear, everything wet, like you can't get comfortable and you're only saving grace. It's like, oh, when the sun, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom Bet dollar that tomorrow. tomorrow. Slow down, Brandy's killing it. I know this one. I'm just catching the groove. Come on, Tinner. Bring it up. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But listen, on Survivor, tomorrow it don't come. And like, you know, so seeing them in that, I I instantly get triggered. That's just oh and I, I don't think that. Survivor does a great enough job of like sh- like show my pruny like oh yeah how how long did it rain in Kagaya? It rained for three days straight, sir. Ooh. It rained for one third of my time on the island. I was that's what I was getting. At. Okay, I don't gotta lie, but listen, slow down, Masha, killing them. That's the only other part that I know of the Brady song. Okay, but anyway, um, and I don't even know where I was going at because. Jack's tomorrow killed me. Well, yeah, Jack, what's that? A baritone voice? Is that no, but you were giving tenor, Jack was giving baritone, and I was giving alto. Fair enough. I'm all well, about that bass. Oh. Don't that start bum, singing. Bum, 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 bum. That super bass. I want the boys with the ball with the super system, but I am a Kim fan. I thought you were about to say, yeah. I'm all about the bass, about the bass. That's no, what I was not talking, Fergie. But- no, that's not for that's Megan Trainer. Ah, oh, uh, she had that. I thought her one song came out. Wait a minute, was, does Jack know some music now? Do you know a song? Jack? I, I knew. I know Super Bass too by Nicki Minaj. Don't play with oh. me. <laughs> All right, so this water challenge, we're gonna get through this really fast because it was a, bit, a relatively quick challenge where Aquaman started in the water and he was out before anybody and ahead of a lot of people and already to throwing the bean bags where people started catching up to him. And you had to throw a bean bag? Sandbag? Sandbag? Oh, to get in the water. Okay. (laughs) To get in the water. (laughs) To win. You had to balance this (laughs) sandbag on this little thing and go through this obstacle course, which starts in the water. And Aquaman is quickly out of the water and onto that balance and being down it, through it, whatever they had to Mm. do. He's already launching the beanbag to the platform when Lindsay catches up oh, and sinks it. Boom. Oh. And when we were in 
in SVA theater. When Lindsay sunk that, the audience was cheering very loud for her. Hey. Yeah, because she had that confessional early in the episode where she's like, I haven't won anything. And then lo and behold, you know, she kind of crushes it this this whole episode. Yes. And so Propes brings her next to him. And as I'm looking at everyone, they are shivering. They are cold and everyone looks like they're withering away. And Propes says, pick someone to come with you. Mm. And she says, Omer has been with me since day one and he hasn't gotten anything. And so Omer comes and joins her. And then she says, can I bring another? Mm. And she, and Probe says, yes, she picks Mike. Mike's like me, but Mike was already on the way. When he, <laughs> <laughs> Mike was halfway there talking about me. <laughs> you got to tell me, Mike's okay. <laughs> Mike was in there. Mike was at the reward already. He was standing next to Jeff, like <laughs> me. <laughs> Jeff, like, sir, you like you walked out before she even said your name. How'd you even get here? <laughs> yeah, so Mike, Mike was ready. <laughs> Mike was ready for that reward. So, yeah. So on this reward, we have. The winner, Lindsay, we have Omer and we have Mike about to go on this reward. And that's when we get our first commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. And we see familiar faces, Boston Rob and Amber for a Survivor commercial. Um, I We're in the SBA theater. And at this point, how are you taking your notes? I'm taking it on my phone. And it's very difficult. And at this point, oh, I have a missed call. We can't see who was the missed call. Kevin Schlehuber. Oh, come on. Is that Kevin from Big, Brother? Big Brother? Yes. Yeah, also, Kevin wait, you, you got a missed call also in the theater. And please reenact how you treated that missed call in theater. Oh, Ooh, wow. I got him. I got my mom is in Barbados right now. Okay. My big sister's in LA. Okay. My dad. We asked that. Do the call. Okay. I got a family FaceTime from my mom and my sister. And I'm like, I answered. I'm like in the theater. What episode going on? Yeah. Well, it's going to set it up. Oh, for me. Oh, Oh, it's mom and Lauren. Hey guys, I'm at an event right now, but I'll call you back. I love you. You're the greatest. I can't wait to see you mom. Have a safe trip home. Lauren, I'll see you when I get to LA. And I love you guys. Bryce is a fool, but I'll see you soon. And I was taking care of the pup when you were gone, mom. Love you, bye. So if, if anybody's ever watched Atlanta Housewives, you know, the lies, the lies. Now let me reenact this. We just sitting there. I'm at a viewing party. I'll call you back. <laughs> and everybody is like... And mind you, I just happen to look down and I see Wendell's mom like, like clearly, clearly she and Barbados. First of all, <laughs> first of all, wait, if you look at on the podcast, I just happen to do oh, what Wendell's mom doing. But but do you see him? Do you see that muscle from me no. in the gym that went Jeezy? <laughs> no, okay. we don't. We don't see that muscle. Are you flexing? It go, it's going down. No. Your muscle is going the opposite direction. Damn. Gravity has taken a hold anyway, of your arm. You see the muscle. You see the flex. Anyway, <laughs> all I look is Wendell's mom, like clearly, like laid out, like in Barbados, like 
Everyone's like, I'm in a viewing party. I'll call you back. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> the only thing I'm noticing right now is that it appears as though Bryce is wearing the same shirt he wore to the event last oh, night. Oh. I mean, oh, well, I mean, that is true. I do have an exclusive RHAP Purple Pants podcast collab shirt. Yes. You oh know, sponsored. Sponsored by Fendi, so yes. Well, Ooh. Bryce, this isn't a Fendi commercial time. It's Robin Amber CBS time. And then, you know what? I saw Pete Davidson for Smart Water. Mm. And, and what did you say? What did you what say? What I said was, what did you say? she him every bag. But no, but here's the thing. What you're not going to do is disrespect my baby daddy, Pete. Okay? Pete been getting the bag since day mm-hmm. one. He's been on SNL. He's been doing movies. He's been booed out of Hoboken. Like, no. Pete, listen, I liked Pete before people liked Pete. Right, but now she's getting him the bag. He already had a bag, bag. though. No. She's like, getting him no. the bag. The tr- like a trash bag bag full of bags. He's giving her the love and support that she needs. Thank you, Jack Jaxel. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. But then for the commercial of the week, oh. we're gonna go with the Com app because it was pouring rain in the episode. Bryce, that's disgusting. Excuse I thought yourself. it was calm. I thought it was calming. <laughs> Bryce, it was no pouring. Oh, I do remember that calm app. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then in the app, it's pouring rain. You're no Jack can hear this really well. I actually sleep to the sound of thunderstorms every night, so I we know I'm really. tired. Yeah. yeah. Do you use the com app? No, I, I got a little YouTube. Spotify. Uh, Spotify, yeah. Because I like oh, to so start hack. I like to start with some soothing indie music. You know, I, I queue up about ten to fifteen songs. Then I queue up my thunderstorm playlist. So when I wake up, it sounds like it's raining outside. Rain. But Shout out to the com app. They're doing something similar. So, Jack, real question. Uh-huh. Yes. Can you, you stand, stand the rain? rain. I love this. <laughs> but wait, hold on, wait. There's another one. How to ask the rain down. No, that's her Frank. But how to. The- how does the SWV song go? And then listen, we gotta stop. We we gotta take a look. We gotta take a gospel. Rain oh, down on me. La, da, 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 fall on me. Rain da- Okay, <laughs> Wendell don't know no gospel, but where are my Rain. God property people at with Kurt Franklin? And also, y'all see his son on the Bad Boys Club. <laughs> Bryce Anyways. <laughs> okay. So let me add that one. Rain. I thought you were gonna do candy rain. Oh, oh, oh my love. Do, do you, you ever, ever dream of candy coated? We gotta do the verse. We gotta do the verse. We gotta do the gotta same, my, my candy friend. Hey, Jack, you could learn some. You could learn some, Jack. Have you ever loved, loved someone, someone so much, much you thought, you thought you'd 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 die. Give it, it so much, much of it yourself. It is the, the only way. way. Tell, Tell me what, what you, you want, want and I, and I, I will give, give it to you. you. I'm about to mute y'all. 
Cause you are my love. my love. Do you ever dream of dream of candy coated raindrops? First of all, I was in kindergarten going through the motions <laughs> listening to that. Okay, sorry. Jack, listen, we got to school you. We got to let you know, Jack. These are classics. These, These are, are classics. classics. Yes. Jack uh-huh. Lar- Jack Harlow has sampled Candy Rain though. Really? No. Yeah. But I do album that drop in the night though. Listen, oh. listen. Oh. But also non-survivor related. Jack, did you see the clip of when Jack Harlow was at the playoff game and the two referees <laughs> were like, How'd it go? they were like, "Hey, they say that, hey, Wendell, you see you see that guy with the big headphones?" Uh, the the guy in the white jacket with the curly hair. Yeah, they they say his name's Jack. Or they say his name's Jack Atkins. Do you know who, who he is? Who who's Jack Atkins? And then NBA is so shady. The NBA camera just zooms in on Jack Harlow and Jack. <laughs> 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 you just said, who is that guy? Who is he? He, he he's got big headphones on. He's got big headphones. He's a big Survivor fan, and he's got a lot of buffs. He's got a lot, he's got a green jacket behind. Him. <laughs> okay, he's got a he's got a Picasso mural to the left. Does that say Delta over the uh, the doorway? Is that a fire detector? I think he can hear us. <laughs> okay, all right, sorry, all right. We digress. But speaking of which, look at this. <laughs> what is that? This is an official NBA referee whistle. Okay, no, oh, okay. I'm official sure. like a ref with a whistle. whistle. But you know, little Kim said that verse as well. But anyway, back to the commercials. We also there was a commercial. I don't know if y'all saw it. Bryce Edwin presents the homecoming. Your baby boys are coming back to Philadelphia. We are coming mm. home May 11th. We oh. are going to the Winston. We oh. have upgraded. Okay. Yeah, Shorty, let upgrade. me upgrade you. Upgrade you, mm-hmm. all but mama check what Louie on the neck fly, Louie with the sex fly. fly. Okay, I do know the words, but anyway, but yes, I'll be the D boy who infiltrated all the corporate dudes. They call shots, I call all the boys, Jacob, all the boys, but I call all the boys. It's big balling, baby, when I'm calling you. And talking fly bags and fly bags and rooms at the Bloomberg and rumors on the verge of a new merge. Is that watching your fingers? A tumor. You can't fit your hand in your new purse. It's humorous the way they talk and they made it. Uh, listen, right, don't play with me. I know a little J to the Z. I know a Sean that is an S. Dot Carter. Anyway, uh, Bryce, Bryce would present. We had new viewers, they might have t- tuned out because it's of all the quite all right. Done because listen, I know the posse <laughs> and I know the YouTube comments are about to be going off. Not Candy Rain, not Kurt Franklin, not Jay, not, not Sean to the Carter, but back to it is. Bryson Wynn presents the homecoming. We are coming back to Philly next Wednesday, May 11th. Pull on up. And Wendell, people at the RHAP Live said that you said it's going to be a surprise. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know, in Philly, we have to show out for our people. So we're going to be doing some good things at the uh, the Winston. And you will see some good people there. That's all I got for you. All right. Now let's get back into. We are back at camp. We get a Marianne confessional saying we're in extreme pain. Mm. Romeo says, 
We're sitting with wet clothes on for 24 hours in the wind. We're starving. We're over here dying. And Lindsay and them get to sleep in a bed. Mm. Hi, I didn't have an easy. This is when we get this high content and a uh, montage. I didn't have an easy childhood. I've seen what it's like to be hungry and poor. I know how much worse it could be. And um, we're so much, we're so close to the finish line. And when you start to hear this kind of content and these mm. kind of montages from players that are playing such a good game, it might go one of two ways for said player. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked how High's view on it, how he understood that the, the suffering was finite, you know, like I think that's a very big, that's a good perspective to have in that situation. Um, but obviously you're out there. It sucks. But like Romeo, you were wearing your hoodie in the water during the challenge, my guy. Like, if you want some dry clothes, maybe. <laughs> and if, if Romeo want a hoodie, he might want to hit up Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> Enzo was looking waterproof. So. <laughs> he would have worn that right in there. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get uh, Lindsay talking to Hyde, um, saying that it might be Jonathan if he loses. Hi, uh, wait, is that? Is, no, is that? Maybe, maybe my note taking because, oh. you know, Bryce was over there saying things to me. You never know if my notes were a little off. So we're going to go right to the reward and you have Mike. Well, we have the, to go to, uh, okay. No, you're right. Sorry. No, tell me. No, because I was going to say we would have to go to the reward challenge, but we already went to the reward. Yeah, so we're going to go to the reward itself. <laughs> you have Mike. He's like, I'm a New York, New Jersey, Hoboken guy. We live off of pizza. He's excited to get pizza. They're sitting oh. there and they start hearing their mm. family. They mm. start seeing photos of their family. Mm. Mm. Mike sees his daughter. Omer, do you mm. want to explain what Omer sees? Well, first of all, y'all know me of all people. I am a fan of the family visit. And I am assuming that due to the the effect of, you know, the pandemic, we were unable to get a family visit. Uh, but we weren't able to get an in-person family visit. But hearing Lindsay's mom, hearing Stacy's Mike's beautiful wife. I was in the SVU theater crying my eyes out. Like I just, there's something about a family visit. And I think that, you know, I've sold myself short. I've always said that like, you know, I never wanted to win survivor. Um, I always just wanted to make it to the merge, but I think that I, I am selling myself short that like, you know, I don't want to win survivor. I just want to make the merge and I want to make the family visit. Mm -hmm. If I were ever on the family visit and my mom were to like, I like, I literally could start crying right now to just think about the emotions that I would have and just seeing Lindsay hearing her mom, hearing Mike seeing his children. But honestly, for me, what caught me off guard. Go ahead. Let's hear it was when it was Omar, you know, it was his father, you know, he had a beard, like, oh. you know, Omar's father was zaddying. 
And while we were at the RHAP live event, I had said that because I was just like, oh, my God, like, you know, Omar's zaddy, you know, we should add him to the ranks of the, the Ben Atkins, to the Wendell Seniors, to the Mr. Shipmans. We have to add Omar's father to it. And I was so honored because, you know, while we were at the live event, uh, you know, the RHAP team had you know, put that one to social media and Omer got wind of it and he posted it to his Instagram story and was like, uh-huh. you know, is Bryce calling me a zaddy or my father a zaddy? And I had heard through the wind um, that, you know, Omer's father is no longer in the physical form. Um, and, you know, I was like hoping that... You- Clearly what I meant was nothing but love. And I was hope that somebody that, you know, listens to the podcast or knows me that would know that that was received in nothing but love. And a a little birdie has sent a message to me basically saying that, you know, if my father saw that, he would have loved it. And it just you know, just sent me to the roof. Um, So I just was just knowing that, you know, me just being the Bryce Isaiah that I am and showing love to what I see in the way that I see it. And, you know, for someone to have lost their father, which I, you know, my father is no longer living. Um, And, you know, for a message to get back to me, basically saying that, like, if my father heard that he would be rolling around on the floor, uh, just, I, I loved it. And just, you know, you never know who is a member of the purple pants posse. Right. And you never know who's listening and you never know what what your words might be able to do to someone. And I'm sure that when Omer heard that, like, I'm sure he was elated. Mm. And and in my Nene Leaks voice, I said what I said. Okay, Omar's zaddy is a zaddy. Okay, listen, add him to the list. Okay. All right. We also get. Mike, um, Mike talking about, we, we get Stacy, his wife. Mm-hmm. She sends a video. Um, Stacy seems very, very lovely. Beautiful. And Mike says this is one of the greatest gifts anyone has ever given to him. So he was, you know, Mike is one of those people that it seems like the little things go a long way with him. And if you do something right for him or if you do right by him, it seems like, you know, he really holds that and cherishes that. So he says that's one of the greatest gifts anyone has ever given to him. Yeah, then, it's definitely emotional uh, for sure. Yeah. Then we have Omer speaking to Mike mm. about what High said to Omer mm-hmm. that Mike was his puppet. Mm-hmm. And Mike then says, Something to the tune of "I'm nobody's puppet." I'm nobody I don't puppet. Want, you ain't gonna tell me I ain't nobody puppet. You ain't playing me. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be able to play me. And I know, I know that Omer's telling me the truth because the story makes sense. Hi thinks I'm stupid, and Omar being like, "It's not the truth. I just made it up." <laughs> But listen, if there is a spicy Brycey, there is a spicy oh me. Okay? Yeah. No. yeah. What you Omar's, got, Jack? Omar's killing it. Like, like 
like we saw throughout the episode, and he sort of said this himself, the, the best lies formulate from like grains of truth here. So it, it, now did Hyde necessarily say that exactly? No, but the way that Hyde's been playing the game, it kind of, sh- it's kind of clear that he does sort of think that about Mike without verbally putting it out there. So Omar's grabbing onto that. He's grabbing on that, that conversation with Mike when they got back to the shelter from tribal and he's just, you know, one sentence, just packing a punch and kind of splitting up that, that, that duo of Mike and, and high. And so Omar's really, really been crushing it. Yeah. And um, at that same time, you get Lindsay saying that her and Drea have an amulet, her and Drea and high have an amulet and she explains its power to them. So she's sharing, um, Omar was sharing a lie. And so you have that. So now there's info in the, out in the open and you have a mic on a new Mike now has a new target. Yep. And we know when Mike get a target. Okay. Okay. So we then get another commercial and the first commercial that I see, and this is right before a wonderful, loyal member of the Purple Pants Posse, Mams, pulls up on us to chat with us. So I only get to take this one specific note. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mams. Don't do that. And this one was propsed saying he wants to see you on the island. Oh. I don't know how many That's conversations- to me. <laughs> uh, <flat. laughs> Jack. Oh, Jack. Jack, you go get out there. Not but fun. I had a lot of conversations over the last two days with people and I I felt like I was recruiting people to go on the show because I met so many people people at the event that would be so great on the show. So mm-hmm. I just want to echo Prope's sentiment in saying, now's your time. Um it's it's time to apply and, and start. Well, I mean, I think they start receiving applications in the fall. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bryce, what are you doing? Okay, so, please. Bryce is flexing his biceps. Bryce, let's see him. Let's see those biceps. Go ahead. Flex them. And tell me this, Bryce. Yes. When is the next time you're getting in the gym with me? Sunday. Sunday? On Mother's Day? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sorry, because I be feeling, I be seeing people do this, but it Bryce is it looks- trying to flex biceps. He looks like if it's a facial expression. Yeah, what, what's the face? What are you, you doing with your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was the one commercial. The second commercial that I'm going to drop on y'all is Bryce and Wen. Oh. And Lauren. Oh. And Beck. 
the trio that you never knew you needed going to La La Land, L.A. for the finale, May 25th, 5 to midnight. It's going to be incredible. We got a huge venue. We're going to pack it out. The amount of reality people that will be in the building. confirmed. We're going to have dozens. And... Does it's going to be a great time. So make sure you get your tickets. Go to the Bryce and Wem present Instagram account. Make sure you're following that account so you can get the exclusive and all the info. And that is our last event of the time. season. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you know what? You know what, Jack? What's we up? had such a good time with, um, with our DJ, DJ Caution in New oh, York. Yeah. That we are thinking. Now, this is logistically, this might be a little difficult, but we're thinking about bringing DJ Caution to L.A. Uh, for something. Ooh. So we're we're in the talks right now. You know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. But he's he's probably the best DJ in Philadelphia. Probably. Don't be disrespectful. Certain. Don't be disrespectful to the weekend. The weekend the rebel. Weekend There's rebel. been plenty of brunches that we've been at. That DJ Caution was there, and baby boy was sitting on top of the eggs, top of the cheese, top of the bacon, bacon. top of the top of the top of the top Potatoes. of the <laughs> poached egg grits. Oh, Jack, have you had grits? Yeah, shrimp and grits. Hey, really? You've had have I'm scrapple? Not, have you had scrapple? What, what scrapple? I don't think so. Is that oh like God. the? Is that like I haven't the, had scrapple either. Oh well, listen, scrapple is great. And listen, if you ever get order scrapple, order it, fry it hard, and get syrup and put it on top. Senior will get top some scrapple. Of the, top of the <laughs> <laughs> top of the scrapple. Yes, top of the eggs Benedict Florentine. Oh, Ooh. sitting on top of the over easy. <laughs> I love scrapple. some over easy eggs. Yeah. Give me some, give me some breakfast potatoes, oh. bacon, egg, and cheese, crispy, oh. add peppers and onions on it. Oh, see, I'd be like, I'm such a basic girl. I'd be like, I'd be wanting to try new stuff, but then I'd be like, oh, French toast? <laughs> give it here. <laughs> All right. That's a good pick. I mean, listen, I'm mad. And I'd be like, scrambled eggs with cheese. And can't, after. Can't We've digressed enough and we get into an immunity challenge where you have to stand on a narrow perch and balance a ball on what looks like kind of like a bow. Yeah, I'm I'm getting so tired of these recycled endurance immunity challenge. I got to be honest with you. Now, it's not it's not a game breaker or it's not a it's not a deal breaker for me, but it's like I've seen this challenge 45 times. In 42 seasons, and it's, I'm getting sick of it. And it's like every, you know, three quarters of the immunity challenges now are like stand on this and balance this. Mm. And it's like, can we can we go back to the days where like the challenges was there was a a, a pile of brisket hanging from a a, a a a rope, and you had to bite the brisket out and bring it oh. back and dump it in. You know, or uh, or you got to go dive into this pit of mud and wipe bite the, mud the meat. Off. Well, I mean. I don't bite well, the meat, uh, but like I like you know. Yeah. Well, and right. so we <laughs> have my eye on a guy in the forest. You don't even know what I'm saying. Got the shh. We have Mike, hi Romeo, Omer out really quick. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, Drea, Marianne, Jonathan are still in it. You get <laughs> some clumsy music. Our girl Marianne drops, <laughs> and she exclaims. 
sugar sticks. <laughs> Fudge. We get Dre and she's out. Now it's down to Linz and Jonathan. <laughs> you see Jonathan with some pretty impressive recoveries. Mm-hmm. You see Lindsay statuesque, locked in, ready to go. Then they have to slide forward a little bit to the last section, which is skinnier than the top section. And Jonathan's big feet are oh. not. <laughs> Bryce, do you want to tell us about this? I don't know. I just, I just the first time I heard it. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, him and his big feet is not, oh. it's not so easy for, for him not to so, fit. <laughs> Bryce Bryce is going to have a field day Um, Bryce is going to rewatch this episode (laughs) Bryce is going to have it on TV what what even happened last episode (laughs) I love this episode (laughs) Bryce is going to have it on CBS (laughs) (laughs) Bryce said Don't do that. Bryce is getting his binoculars out. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, who's got the big feet? <laughs> What's going <Okay>. on there? <laughs> so, ultimately, Jonathan does not win this one, and Lindsay wins. She's so happy. She has a big smile when she gets immunity. Look at her. She. It was. Mm. It was great to see this person win, and. When I think of this whole episode, you have Marianne f- finding that idol after um, doing something right and being a good person and putting the good energy out there. And you have Lindsay, someone who was a, an ally just the night before. Yep. And good ha- good comes back to her in the form of her winning this immunity. Absolutely, yeah. We get a Mike confessional. Oh, Lindsay wins. Lin- Lindsay's win was great. But way more important, High did not win. <laughs> he thinks he's the king. The king will be dethroned tonight. <laughs> he said he's going to put High in the guillotine. In the guillotine. Now, Jack, how do yeah. we pronounce this word? I, I've not, it's guillotine, I think. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to. But I'm, I'm right there with my. It's funny, too, because not to jump ahead, but. My, at one point, Mike's talking about getting high. He's like, "We're gonna chop the snake off the head." And I, was ah. like, I was like, "Mike, I don't." And then he, and then they go back and they're like, they show him say, "We're gonna chop the head off the snake." I was like, "There you go." What snake? Straight. Oh, <laughs> the glasses. Wait, <laughs> oh, hey. what? I, I was at the SB Theater. Oh. What snake? So sometimes uh, I think Mike. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, he's talking about a high Bryce, not. Uh, uh, Bryce is trying to catch me with my hat off because when the hat is on and I take it off, then the hair is a little flicked. But I think sometimes Mike is so dead set on his target that his words get a little jumbled. That's all. So, That's all it no, is. Yeah, even, yeah. even I, I think that I love a Mike, and I'm I might be jumping ahead, but listen, this is Survivor News Purple Pants Podcast. I love Mike. I think that because at, at this point you can talk. Who's at the end? Who's, you know, like I could see Mike at the end. However, I feel like his Achilles heel might just literally be his Achilles heel. Like it might just literally just be himself. And that he gets so wrapped up in these, 
what you call it that like you know like again him so upset at Chanel that Chanel gets like tunnel vision right tunnel vision and I think that he forgets that like okay you mad at Chanel that she put a vote for you but Mike you put a vote for Chanel further Chanel isn't the one in control of the game right now yeah you know so at that point yeah you want her out but there there are much bigger targets. You can sit with a Chanel at the end of the game the way she was playing right then. And again, like, I love Mike. Don't get me wrong. I love a Mike. But again, I think that Mike is just like, I'm a loyal guy. If I say to you, I say with you. But it's like, but also, Mike, like, you know, you said she was loyal to rocks. And rocks is all, like, you know, like you have the, again, we we see it. But again, I think that, like, it's that, that situation where it's like, if you say it enough, you believe it. And I, I I do believe that Mike is loyal. And I do believe that when he gives his loyalty, it is he he is loyal. But at the same time, a survivor, you can't give your loyalty to Jack and Wendell. And then like, you know, oh we vote God, yeah. Wendell out. And then like, you know, but I was loyal, like, you know, so I think that Mike has a great shot. But again, I think that, you know, it's that Achilles heel of his that might get him tripped up. I hope that when you meet Mike, he chokes you for this cold take. Whoa. It's not a cold take, but listen, I love Mike. And it, listen, I feel like he can choke me as long as Stacy is there because listen, I love I love me a Stacy. And I feel like Stacy would be like, Mike. <laughs> That's what she'll say. <laughs> Don't choke him, Mike. <laughs> We're like, uh, is that all? Some freaky stuff going on here. All right, no, <laughs> I feel you though. Like I love Mike too, but I like I agree. He he views things very black and white, and like he, there's not a lot of nuance in the way he looks at things. And he gets so kind of dead set on doing one thing or another thing that he doesn't take a step back and kind of look at the whole picture sometimes. But in a way, it's almost been working for him because like it like we discussed, been. he's 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 very obviously perceived as kind of a straightforward loyal guy. When he does think about, he is thinking about the game and about moves and strategy, but sometimes he's only looking at certain different parts of it. Yeah. And I think that like he is the more progressive version of Roxroy in the sense of like, you know what I mean? And so like it, it takes him far and I want to see him win, but I, I do feel like there are times that like, let it go, let it go, let it go. I don't know if that's how Elsa say it, but at the same time, I say all that to say I relate to him because at times, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. uh oh, let's hear it, Perp. I have a hard time of letting things go. Mm. So I say, say it again for the people in the back, Perp. I'll say it so that Jack can hear with the headphones. Got you loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will be honest. I, I'm one, two at times, hold a grudge. Unbeknownst to me, because I am on a road to a better Bryce, and I can admit that. So, like, as, as you know, you might be saying I'm giving a cold take to Mike. I actually, in reality, I'm giving a cold take to myself. And it's almost like looking at myself in the mirror. So I get it. And so I am rooting for him. Uh, but at the same time, I am. Acknowledging. I, I, acknowledging. Some of the, some of the, yeah. But I think Mike's coming. No, I agree with what you're saying. But I, yeah, I do think Mike's doing a good job so far. But uh, no, it is. It is kind of like when Omar comes to you with that information, for example. You, I think the best thing to do is be like, okay, like I'm taking this information in, but like I'm, I can't can't take anything in the survivor as 100 percent true or 100 percent false. 
And so once, as soon as you do that, that could throw off your perception about everything else that's kind of tied into whatever you're assuming as, as being fully true. So, um, but I, I do just think, I think Mike's instincts are really good for the game just in general. And even though sometimes his perception of things is a little bit off, I think it's sort of in the right place where it doesn't hurt him too much, you know, like he might lose a little bit of trust in high, but in a, in a sense, like for his game overall, it's, it's kind of better that he doesn't fully trust high. So sort of like he gets the right outcome sometimes going the wrong direction okay well I, i'm just here to represent mike in the event that y'all try to you know no never okay all right Some i'm like here stand podcast uh-oh who was that mom i can't talk oh my god mom, oh, god. no answer it let's just see mom i want a podcast answer it answer it hey mom hey lar can i can, guys I'm oh so sorry. Oh my I'm re- god! I'm report recording the podcast right now. We have- well, is staying in Barbados for ten more days now, guys. Uh, oh, not ooh. She got COVID. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So she got you know ooh. they had to test before coming back. So you know prayers for Neats. Absolutely, she's vaxxed and boosted and very healthy. So is she, she feeling off- okay? She's feeling good. She's in good spirits. She gonna spank COVID like, like Siri used to spank me when I was bad. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, Neats is gonna, she's gotta extend her vacation an extra 10 days. So she's gonna miss Mother's Day. Oh, oh that sucks. But anyway, um, she's in good spirits and she's at a good place. So she's gonna be all right. Got you. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah, definitely. Worst places places to be stuck than Barbados, I guess, on the bright side, but that's definitely a shame. And if Um, she needs any quarantine advice, Jack, you know. I've I've had it twice. So, yeah. All right. Well, no. Yeah, she's going to be all right. And uh, to the listeners, please say a prayer for the good, wonderful, beautiful, lovely Miss Neats. Uh, and give us some little prayer hands in the comments, please, and thank you. So, where were we? We were at, we were just after this Mike confessional where he says, way more importantly, High did not win. And right after this very important confessional, we get a commercial, a very important commercial, okay? And what's so important about this commercial is our good friend, Mams pulls back up on us again. Does she not, Bryce? Oh, she does. Shout out to the ma'am. Shout out to Pops. Okay. But during this commercial, which we're talking to Mams, I'm trying to take notes, but I can't. Someone else pulls up on us. Pulls up on us. Oh. By the name of Baby Rob Sesternino. He's Ooh. like, Wendell, are you taking notes on a commercial right now? <laughs> I was like, Rob, I, I was trying to, but Mans is right here. And then you pulled up. So we didn't get the best notes of that. Commercial. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, the Mams. We appreciate you. No, Nola, baby. What's up? Yes. And then we get right back to camp mm-hmm. and we have a high um, confessional where he's saying, I'm so grateful Jonathan didn't win because he always wins or gets second. And he, high, high saying, I have the numbers now. Yep. And then we get Jonathan saying, y'all want to see my monkey run? He did say that. <laughs> and then he proceeds to monkey run. 
the, the and, passion with which that he put into that could have been a could have saved the day for him. True. True. It could. I just be honest. Made me a little uncomfortable. I don't really like. Uh, just made me uncomfortable. He and I'm sure. Tarzan. Yeah, not even that. But I mean, not that this alluded to it or anything. But like, I don't really. Yeah, just at the last week's episode, and then Jonathan doing anything to imitate like it. It just, sounds like you don't love the optics of that. It's just yeah, not in the greatest taste, yeah. in my opinion. But yes. We get high to Mike. Say, I don't mean to cut you off, but no. you know, we don't need to dwell on that, man. We get high to Mike saying we might not get another shot at a Jonathan. This might be our only opportunity. And you're starting to see, like, you know, just last night you started to see Omer shifting this target, Mike's target to high. But now you see high putting the target on Jonathan. And now, it it appears as though okay, it could be either Jonathan or High. Mm-hmm. And then I think that it's like you know, uh, High does what High has been doing so well in these the game is like you know he we get a confessional from him where he's saying that like I always like to make my the people that are going home feel so comfortable so that like you know there isn't you know anything that could go wrong and you know again another thing where. You know, we stand king high, uh, but the story that you're telling that you found the idol mm-hmm. at the end of the well, like <laughs> he says to Jonathan, I know you're nervous, but you're not going home tonight because I will idle out. Romeo. It's a right. lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Now, Jonathan might have saw eight triangles, but he definitely ain't <laughs> seen no idol at the end of the well. <laughs> Baby boy ain't that. Yeah. Slow. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird move from high to not. I'm not saying he could have, you know, sniffed out the blind side or any of that, but it's like, what, you really going to go to the person that you're voting for and tell them oh, it's just, but it's, it's going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. Too. It like, will, but this is what I will say in my Wendell Holland voice playing devil's advocate. <laughs> if the drop, if, if, Jonathan wasn't out of pocket. Mm. If he was not aware that he was going and High gave them his this information, I just question how he would have received it. I feel like he would have ate it up like a but then to play devil's devil's advocate. Oh it's like the whole reason High is doing this is because he wants to make him wait. If if you're playing the devil's devil's advocate, are you like Jesus or something? (laughs) Yeah. I'm Jesus, Jesus is judge. Uh, no, um, it's, it's like the. I feel like the whole reason High is doing this is to make him feel comfortable so that he doesn't play a shot in the dark. But it's like if he doesn't know he's the target already, then he's not going to play a shot in the dark in the first place. So then it's like he might eat it up that you are going to play your idol for him. But then, what does that even accomplish? You know, it, it was just strange. Like, I, it, yeah, it, and, it was strange. Go ahead, Bryce, and. The size of Jonathan speak. Uh oh. I knew he was gonna bring it back here. Yep. What a battle. That, that's it. No, that's all he wanted <laughs> to say. <laughs> it's just an underlying factor. <laughs> just, uh, can't forget about that. <laughs> we also get our boy, Omer, with Not, a confessional. Mm-hmm. Everything's working out too perfect. Should I work <laughs> with I? <laughs> because he's loyal to me. And when 
O said that, that multiple things started running through my mind. Mm-hmm. Was just like, could O win this game? Is O being too deceptive? Mm-hmm. Then I thought of, well, where the hell is Romeo? Like, you know, we just went from these two episodes of like Romeo being at the end of the alliance on the outs, like, you know, to, and then all of a sudden it's like a non edit of a Romeo. So like, it just confused me a lot. I think to the Romeo point, Right now, he's just not a big factor. Like, I don't think anyone wants him to go home because he doesn't have any strong allies. He doesn't have a lot of agency in the game. He's not the best in challenges. So it's like, why target him? And then to the, well, go ahead. Yeah. So it's, so are basically you're saying Romeo is a final three. I don't know if he even makes it to the final three, but I think he continues to survive just because he's not a threat. Well, what like, I, don't saying, think gonna... I feel like what you're saying, what you just said is basically like, that's a final saying... three spot. Well, I'm saying he's a GOAT. I don't know if I'll make the final three, though, because I think there's other GOATy players that have better connections to stay Who? in. Who's have, who has a GOAT Um, Do you have a GOAT No, nah, I just shaved. <laughs> I mean, Romeo's probably the biggest GOAT right now, but it's almost like, like I, I know what you're saying, but sometimes the biggest GOATs, it's like, don't always make it to the end because they have no connections, or sometimes it's like, you know, that's a disposable person. Let's all open up a spot for ourselves and take them out. So I could fully see Romeo in the final three and get in third place or whatever. But I, I think right now there's so much flux in the game that there's no guarantees on who I think really, really make it to the end. I could see any kind of combination. Would you say that after last week's episode, Jonathan has earned his spot as a GOAT? To an extent, but right. Also, I don't think the players view him like that yet. So I don't think like they, clearly they, they, they want him out to some extent because he's a challenge threat. Now, if he makes it to the end, I don't think he wins, but I don't think it's the sort of situation where you could just drag a Jonathan. He's a pretty heavy. No, I mean, drag. well, I mean, we, we can try, but I don't think but, he's going to win. You like, no, I, right. But so, but again, I, I also think that like, you know, I brought up my issue with like the editing, not bringing up these conversations. And I wonder, I, one could only imagine that after the performance of last week's episode, would the conversations of a strategic player basically, you know, him having that conversation in front of everyone, in front of, you know, two members of the jury. I wonder if, like, Wendell, would you think that, like, if you were out there, would you, would this not be a natural conversation to be like, yeah, who's going to vote for him? Yeah, I think that people will would consider that who's going to vote for him but i also think that there could be jury members like a roxroy or if a mike gets put on the jury that would vote for him they would say oh he won he he won a lot of physical challenges he's this big alpha male they might reward that so it depends on who's sitting on the jury and and what they reward and if i'm not like if i'm not positive about this but like you, you sort of said there might be conversations about people saying oh jonathan's a goat I don't feel like that's a conversation you would have. Like if my perception is that someone's a goat and I want to drag them to the end, I'm not going to go to everybody else and be like, Hey, you guys agree. We should just bring this person to the end. Right? Like you guys want to bring them to the end. Like I do. Cause like, I just think that's sort of blowing up your spot. And I like Wendell sort of said, I think Jonathan's game is sort of so polarizing in a way where, you know, the rocks of the, of the world might respect his strength and his work around camp. But then, you know, the Dreas of the world might be like, you know, he's ignorant. 
he's or or Lindsay might be like he's a bad strategist, and so people might va- value such different things. And Jonathan is so not strategic, but so 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 good in challenges that he kind of offers such a severe, you know, a severely unique pitch to if he makes it to the jury, where it's hard to know. I have a question for you guys. It's a little off topic. Um, and I heard the guys on the No Dunks podcast. I'm sorry, the No Buffs, the No Dunks guys that also have the No Buffs podcast. I heard them talking about this. Do you guys see any villains in the game right now? Uh, yes. For me, although I love. So the question is, as a player or as a viewer? As a viewer. As a viewer, I think that, you know, as much as I love my baby boy, oh, I feel like they are potentially building him up to be a a villain. But not a villain in the 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 classic villain way. But, you know, it for me, the way this episode played out, you know, he, he lied to Mike. And, you know, if Mike is not at the final three and he's at the jury, then you wonder about what that conversation would happen. Like, it, there's a lot of things that, like, that could happen. There also, I, I, I could see a villain edit in the Jonathan. Um, again, mm-hmm. we as viewers just got to see last week a snippet of that. So I could only imagine what some of the people behind the scenes are saying. Um, and again, also, you know, anyone... If I'm a Romeo, everybody a villain. So, like, you know, like, there, there are, like, yeah. yes, there are villains. And I think in this new era of Survivor, the villains aren't necessarily, like, what the old school villains looked like. I mm. think that uh, a villain edit is subjectional. Subjectional. Subjective. Subjective. That's going to, in the dictionary. To who is... <laughs> Who, whose view, whose lens? Because, like, you know, if you talk to Mike, Chanel is a villain. You talk to Mike, you know, High is a villain. So it, it is, uh, but again, I, I like that essence of the survivor because, again, it's like very much so gameplay. You talk to Romeo, it's Drea. You talk to, like, you know, so there are definitely villain edit, edits. I don't think that it's necessarily as clear cut as it used to be. I would a, a Russell Hance per se yeah. out here. Well, I mean to 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 piggyback off that, I, I sort of agree with what you're saying and I sort of have a different take. Um, like I agree with the fact it's it's very different than it used to be, I feel like, at least in this season. I think for me, is a lot of players are getting complex edits where you're seeing some good things and you're seeing some bad things, and nothing's kind of cut and dry. Like you said, for for Zaddy Omar. He's playing, he's very social, likable guy, but he's the probably the least, the person who's the least afraid to stab people in the back. And if he makes it to the end, he's probably going to have a lot of jurors kind of maybe pissed at him for, for lying and manipulating them. Drea, I think, is a beast, but a lot of times she just has like a deviant, you know, she has all these advantages. She's got that devious look on her face. Like she's not afraid to stab people in the back. You have a Romeo who had his feud with High and Romeo's obviously not afraid to stir the pot and throw shade. And then high kind of reminds me of a Ricard where they have a great personality, super funny, killing it like socially. But at the same time, they're kind of getting a little bit of cocky. And now high sort of looked at as sort of like an arrogant player. And I just think everybody's is sort of has that. And Jonathan, obviously like 
some people love them, some people don't like them. And, and it's just very complex. So there's no blatant villain, I feel like, but there's a lot of different flavors of villain right now mm. in the season. So um, I feel like you just said exactly what I said. <laughs> but I, it was no disagreeing. You was like, I just, I like, no, you, you, but, that's, well, okay. I guess I, I wouldn't say that. I guess villain is the wrong term, I guess, for me to use. Like, I don't think anyone's a villain. I just think everyone has that complex personality being shown where they have their, their villainous side, but not a villain where, you know, right. not, there's nobody that everybody is rooting against, if that makes sense. Right. I don't know. Okay. Good answer. Yeah, no, Echo. I agree. Okay. Um, I do want to, before we get into, because I feel like we're approaching tribal right now. Getting I do, do want to touch a little bit more on the, the Omar conversation because, you know, like you said, we see this moment where he's like, you know, I've done such a good job at turning everyone against high. Does it make sense for me to actually go save him? And this combined with the, his conversation with Mike at the sanctuary Sort of cemented this. I don't know if it's a hot take or not, but I wanted to shit throw it out to you guys. Uh-oh. I think Omar might be one of the best players we've seen mm. in recent Survivor. Like his, the, he has such a stranglehold on the social element of the game, the strategic element of the game, and he's nobody's targeting him with him. Everybody wants to work with him. Everyone's listening to what he says. Like it is very, very impressive, and it's he's doing it so low key that it's like it's not in your face impressive but if you for me if you sit back and think about the way he's manipulated every vote since the merge that he's been a part of is crazy i would have to echo it and i i i agree i feel like uh, oh because that's in my head he a friend in my head so that's what Mm. i call him um i i feel like he's playing a magnificent game however like i was telling you guys before with finding an idol in the edit of that, like there is something to us being at this point in the game. And I feel like with season, this is 42 and 41 being so similar. Um, it, I, it, it, it gives your baby boy heart palpitations because I'm like, it's too clean. It's too yeah. smooth. It won't, uh, it's too big. You got a big ego. That's Beyonce. Um, big ego. E- like, you know, it's just for me, it's just like, can he sail this smooth and clean? Yeah. So fresh and so clean to the end. That's the only thing. And it's like, you know, each episode, the, you know, the 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 thing that we loved about O was that he was on the outs and he was on the end and no one seemed to really like you know and the more and more we get to see these confessionals to the viewer it makes us seem like he is more running the game and so yep. it just it makes me nervous so I don't want to root for him because I feel like when I watch sports I don't necessarily like to watch the games I like to just watch it on the Googles to just see me the, because when I, I feel like when I root for somebody, they don't win. Yeah, you get invested. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, I just yeah. be quiet. You know, when I was watching Ghost Island and <laughs> you was watching Ghost Island? You didn't watch it with me? Oh, okay. I remember like seeing some tweets or hearing things, and I, I feel like I might have heard Jeremy even say something like this, like "Who, Jeremy Collins?" Yeah, uh, maybe not, but you know, I, I want to say Jeremy. that he said it. But like, there was a time when I even I think Fishback was like, uh, "Oh, Wendell's going to win this game," and it was whenever it was, and 
I think I had pretty clean hands and people were like, nah, he, so, th- something is going to have to happen to this guy. Something's going to happen. And in Omar's case, and Omar's playing a fantastic game. Her. His, the way he's like, like Jack said, just manipulating people and everything to make the votes go wherever he wants is masterful. Like, he is you, so great. You wasn't doing that though. Don, Don was doing that. Okay. Somebody was doing it. I know that. Where's that check? It's like, nah. um, but, <laughs> but, um, all I'm saying is, in, I'm echoing your sentiment and saying, I'm waiting for this thing to blow up. Just like people were saying that about me mm-hmm. in Ghost Island. So, I'm waiting for this thing. Something's got to give with this guy. I hear that, but I also do feel like, and no shade to Ghost Island, I do feel like, no, this new era is different. That the, the there are, that's what I said. Jack, what did I say? Because you have the headphones, so we know. I did hear error. Error. Well, I said error like a mistake. The error and 36 <laughs> is that new <laughs> no I, what I said yeah, oh, right. I said the error in 36 is that we are in a new era Uh-oh. of gameplay mm-hmm. I see what you did there but thank you the the oh, listeners so. have what is called the rewind button okay and, and I said what I said and I ain't changing it if you don't like it you don't like it and so the what Bryce, you want to do the Bryce has what we call an edit button so you can get rid of everything but go ahead say what you said and then you know what to do um, anyway <laughs> shout out to the editors no but what I'm saying is that the error in 36 looking at it from the perspective of the era of 42 is that there are so many different attributes to consider that in 36, you didn't have to think about, you know, you just, in, you, you were in, in innateness, <laughs> the way Jack just blinked his eye. Jack was like, "Baby boy, I'm trying." I know what you, I know what you're saying, but but no, it's just the monster. You know, we wasn't dropping the, we wasn't keeping the three and dropping the six. You know it. <laughs> okay, it, you're right. So we'll, we'll 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 just we we got off topic. Ba- okay. Basically, it's like Omar is killing it so hard that in the modern era, a lot of times the people that we see crushing it to this level people catch up catch up to it and catch on so it could be a situation you know final five or final four fire making where finally people love omar as much as they do but they're like he's gonna win the game because he's gonna get yeah. people are gonna compare notes or I, or even i i even the, the 36 the fast gameplay that is 42 was not 36 like you know it mm. wasn't you, you didn't have people just dropping their closest allies like that because if that's the case uh, window and Dom and Laura would have been out of here. That's what I'm saying. You know, like they 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 weren't they they weren't swishing it up like the the depends on the season. I mean yeah and and it wasn't 36. Okay. Yeah 36 was different for sure. Yeah I'll give you that. Now 
I have a, a quick off topic thing to say. Yeah. When when I saw Dom at the event, I don't know who's. I think he might have been talking to Evie, and she referred to to him as one of the old school players. Mm. And I'm like, man, we were th- we were season <laughs> 36, like, like, dang, wow. we're old school. Mm. 36, mm. we old school. That's all. I <laughs> really me. dropped the four and kept the one. Okay, <laughs> Dom no, was they- like, I'm old school. But yeah, they didn't drop nothing. They just added. (laughs) So we got a commercial for Geico and I didn't really follow that one. But my um, the mams came back up to us again. Okay, and this is what she said. She said, all right, if I'm if I'm spicing it, I'm spicing it. But in this particular conversation, she said that we need to come to Houston. Jacob and Conrad are going to be there. Oh, Pops yes. is gonna cook. We need yes. to have a watch you make the party. Best crawfish around, okay? And one thing have... I know about the crawfish, you got to take the thing off the body and Uh-oh. suck the head. Okay. All right. So, so she said that we need to come to Houston for a watch party, and I said that we got a lot of listeners in Dallas, and we're trying Ooh. to find the right Texas city to have our watch party in. Texas, you gonna hold them? Yeah. I see what you did there, Bryce. Texas. Should we go to it's a, a poker reference, right? Yeah, I guess. I didn't know that's what he was yeah. He's saying Texas. Hold you're, so old. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're so old school. You're such an old player. He's old if school. I'm, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm younger than you, Let me Wendell, do the math. Wendell. Well, we're not we can I could have been old on before you. I could have been on before you. What is older than, than old? You. What is older than old? It doesn't old. matter. But listen, but they, y'all say I'm not even, uh, y'all say I'm not even really a player. So I'm in purgatory. So I'm not old school. <laughs> He's waiting for the first day of preschool. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm on enough. hold. Fair enough. All I was doing with this commercial was asking Texas yep. where we need to go. What yeah. part of Texas should we throw our watch party? I think it's between the H town and Dallas. But we need to figure it out because we want to come to Texas within the next couple seasons. So wait a minute, Wendell, are you predicting that? Predicting that the are did you, y'all hear what Bryce just yeah. said? Get your slip, right, Evan? You know what to do, <laughs> Wendy. Are you predicting that like Bryce and Wim present is are are you giving a I'm third season? I'm just saying. No man. way. <laughs> so listen, in the YouTube comments, let us know. <laughs> Dallas, H-Town, or Houston? H-Town, or Dallas? I I mean, if I could chime in. Okay, so my dad, my dad uh, and my stepmom yeah. live in uh, Houston, but I will say Dallas, a great spot. A lot of listeners, a lot of circle family there, too. I know they'd probably show out. We got Lee Swift out there, but I also, I mean, if we're if we're debating Texas, I gotta throw Austin into the ring oh, too. I don't know if it's I love the same Austin, Austin, but that's a hell of a city. So Austin is the new like black mecca of you know, I, really? I heard a lot of great things, yes, about Austin. Oh it's, it's a uh, pop Bryce, it's, it's trendy. Bryce is the girls out there? The girls is out there. Oh, okay, Bryce. They now, too. So listen. <laughs> Wait. And you can't talk about Texas without talking about wake up. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Bryce. So, 
before the finale, I'm going to Austin oh, to go to Rose, so can, Mike yeah. Rosenthal's wedding. Ooh. So maybe I'll scout scout Austin a little bit also. Yeah, so you can cruise on through. Have you been to Austin be before one? I've never. I've just been uh, to Dallas a couple times, which I love Dallas. I actually haven't I been to Dallas. I've just been to Houston and Austin, but you're going to like Austin. It's, it's a lot of fun. All right. Um, All right. Anyway. You gotta take so, Bryson when presents down south. So yeah, we here for it. Atlanta's calling for us. Uh, yeah. Nashville's calling for us. On, Tampa Nashville. is calling for us. Miami's calling. We Whoa. we keep note. I have a note of all these places. We know Denver is making a serious pitch. Where? I said we know. It's Don't it's funny it. to see the comments where sometimes people will be like, "Yo, you guys gotta come out to Montpelier, New Hampshire." <laughs> I'll be like, it's man, lit up here. Come see us when we get to Boston, Mount Mount Pilly or New Hampshire. Or that might be Vermont, but <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah. Come to Mount Olyoke. <laughs> we need a greater Montana watch party. <laughs> Helena like, needs yeah. you. Somebody hit me talking about South Africa. And oh. That is not too off the beaten path. Listen, but also listen. I mean, is it giving next season? Should we take Bryson Win present? International? Oh. Oh, because, you know, Toronto's calling. Mm. South Africa's calling, but also Australia's calling. Oh. oh. I'm not, a, a not an Aussie. Not an Bryce, Aussie. Don't get, Bryce, don't get too excited, but I heard Bangkok is calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, y'all know I was in Bangkok now. I've been, I've been over there. I've been so, in the trap. So to get us back on. We are now at Tribal. We are back at Tribal. We see Chanel, Roxbury, and Tori sitting on the jury. Mm. We know Lindsay's immune. Mm. Mike says, at the reward, there was no deep strategy. We were just elated to be warm. Oh, look at that photo of the three of them. I wonder what that Ponderosa is like. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder. Rox and Tori. (laughs) Those two. I'd love to see a Ponderosa video of them just talking to each other because their dynamic was something to- special. Toys like Roxbury, where's the orange juice? And Roxbury is like, I can't tell you, but just trust me, I did what's best for us. <laughs> and she's like, I got you, but I'm just curious where the OJ is. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you. What even <laughs> is OJ? <laughs> Chanel's like, it's right here. <laughs> Chanel, shout out to Chanel. Yeah, shout um, out to Nelly. But yeah, they um, let's see how how's tribal go? Yeah, Mike said that they weren't talking strategy, and they called some cap on that. They were yeah. like, I, I think I don't know who it was, but they were like, it, I, it would I would be hard pressed to imagine that the three of you go on a reward and you don't talk any strategy. You know, I said something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah, Mike were there- was saying something, and it felt like High was trying to come to his defense of kind of sort of like making him feel comfortable, but clearly mm. us as the viewers know that like maybe the I, boy. I think the big the big thing I took away and remember from from Tribal was Lindsay sort of saying, you know, we gotta level the playing field. There's some yes. people here that have an advantage in some element of the game or another. And we got to take that out, which I thought was a little bit weird. And people like kind of applauded the, the the vagueness of the answer. But I was like, 
You're right. You're kind of hinting at Jonathan here. So I yeah. don't know if you're trying to make him nervous. And Jeff asked that. And I feel like the, maybe am I not making it up? And Jonathan was like, hmm. Like, gives me something to think about. Life yeah. could be something to think about because I got big feet. He's okay. like, he's like, maybe we got to get Swati out. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I haven't seen her in a while. He said, uh, that means someone is too powerful and I'm wrapping my head around it. And Hi basically said, it depends what, like, he, the, the, the age old, like, what does power mean in this game? You know, some yeah. people could say that, you know, you're a big, strong guy, you're powerful. Others, you know, your power might be in your relationships or what have you. So Hi Hi did a good job at, uh, at that, I think. Did he? Did we no, get- like, he did do a good job. Had John, like, had they not had he not been out of pocket in the Ben Atkins version of out of pocket, meaning, like, you know what I mean? Like, he that that made great sense, but us as viewers knowing that, you know, Mike, Jonathan, they all have the drop on it, it almost yeah. was kind of like securing to them that, like, I don't know, we can't trust it, yeah. But we also at some point got a, uh, a Mary. I didn't really hear it fully, but did we get a Marianne almost like a Jenga reference or analogy? Right. Yeah. Yes. She was just saying that the, the game is like, it's a moving piece. And if you, you are now moving a piece so that someone else can't play it or touch it, but then you also that same piece, you got to put it on the top and be careful where you put it. And I would assume that she's talking about the jewelry members and like, you know, the pieces of the puzzle Something. that, you know, make it work together. And then did Probst throw it to Jonathan? Like, I think Probst was like, yeah, yeah, Jonathan, did you get that one? Jonathan was like, yup. <laughs> uh, yes. You never replaced live tribals with analogies this season, I guess. I don't know. Jeff loves his analogies. Have we seen any real live tribal? Not this we season. Have. We have. We're going to we, we seen a live tribal last week. Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe the the Jenny one was a pretty live tribal. That was pre-merge. That was probably my favorite tribal of the season so far, to be honest with you. But. Pre-merge tribals ten, tend to do that. Dot, dot, dot. So, ultimately, we get what I think is a pretty epic blindside. What do y'all that, think? I, I, didn't, I didn't think I saw it coming. <laughs> No, I don't think that he saw it coming. I love King High, long live the king, and it's not high and by, it's high forever. Um, but what I will say about High, if I know anything about it, anything, he will, he will and should play again. But I, if and when I ever get the chance to meet or speak to the king that is high, I just want to know because I just, I'm a spicy Brycey and you know, high and I in my head, we sisters. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, Morgan and I crawled so that Lydia and high could run and for high to be blindsided like that. And for him to go out so graciously and be like, Oh my God, wow. I love it. I just want to know in the back of your mind, was you like, beep, (laughs) <laughs> but like you know like because like I want to believe that I can hold myself to that standard but I know my baby boy had to be hot inside but kudos to him for clearly the love of the game 
you know, he got blindsided out. And like he said, it was like, if I have to go out, this is the way that I would have wanted to go out. Um, and yeah, you know, it's a game and there are people go home, people win and you, you've got to know that. And it was just really sad to see my baby boy go home, but I just want to know how in the back of your mind was you cussing them out? Cause I know me, first of all, once I would have saw that third vote come down my name, I'd have been like, stop reading the votes, Jeff. Who, who wrote my name down? We need someone to do that. Yes. We need someone to interrupt Jeff from reading the that would be That would be sick. CBS, call me back. <laughs> okay. Because Spicy Bright, Spicy Bricey wasn't there. Or Jack, when you play, do me the favor. But hopefully you don't you. have to get to that point. What if there is some kind of an advantage that that allows you, you to stop, stop the, the read Ooh. and play your idol or something? It's just something. You stop the vote, or yeah, how, and, and everyone has to revote or something like you that. You smash the hourglass. Yes or no, Jack? Make this make sense. What if you, the you find a hidden treasure box and it says that at any given time, uh, at other than the time. first three votes, after the first third vote, you can stop the votes and rewind the votes. And then they go backwards from the votes that have been read. So you would like, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm it saying? Were, so were, that, yeah. So that, like, but you have to do it after the third one, but you don't know. And the only ones you have to rewind it, and the only ones that get read will be the ones that the count. Does that make sense? Yeah. Come on, now explain it. That, explain it, Jack, because you explained it. I think it you explained it well. Basically, you're saying like after X amount of votes have been revealed, instead of reading the rest of the votes, you can hit rewind, and then those votes count for double, and they go back. Now, read but, how they how Survivor will put it on a scroll. <clears throat> Congratulations, <laughs> you have found the you have found no, the, re, the the vote the, rewind advantage. Era, era advantage. This advantage allows you to stop the vote at tribal council after any time after the first four votes have been read by Zaddy Probst. Uh, in, in doing this, you would rewind the votes and make the, the votes that have been cast count twice and erase the rest of the votes that have not been read. Um, this vote can, well, yeah. And do you, so how and so. about this? <laughs> and it also would rewind an idle play. Or do you think that that, or do you feel like that would be That would just be like a nullifier, right? Okay, so yeah, so maybe so then the idol What about like a idol a random idol redistributor where like you play idol and then I I hit it and everyone like draws a rock and whoever gets the rock gets the idol. Or they spin the wheel. Yeah. A random idol. Now listen, CBS, if we see this in 40 I got, uh I got other ideas too. Shit. Right. What about we, Oh, what about an idol? But the way to activate it, you have to predict who goes home correctly. That's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, if you're on the right side of the vote, you should know. But yeah, I like yeah. that. True. But then what if somebody played a shot in the dark? Then you go And they to happen idol. to be safe. What about here you go? An advantage called a shot in the light. Oh, okay. Oh. Explain it. Straight <laughs> <It's> up. <laughs> Y'all don't y'all don't get where I'm going here. I explain it. I'm giving Jack. Tell time. him Jack. Tell him what I'm talking about. So what what Deezy's talking about here is no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I'm gonna guess 
Okay, actually, no, I think I do know what you're talking about. Okay. You get to invert the notes that are in the shot in the dark bin so and turn all the not of- safe into safe and the safe. So you get five out of six. But then then you would Ooh. then get to play them. No, you, you just grab to- one and now you have a five Your and odds. six chance. Oh, uh, a shot in the light. Oh, okay, Damn. I like that. We should make our own show. What about <laughs> a non-hidden immunity item called the Adam Klein? What about? I don't know. What or, about at, to or, adjust? Oh, go no, go ahead, Jack. I want to hear it. I was just say about that idol where you have to predict who goes home. Instead of predicting, the only way you can activate it is if you the person that you vote for goes home. So now you got to get in them. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, what, but caveat. what you might end what, up. Yeah, I like that one. What about when you a reward challenge, right? And you know, mm-hmm. I just be like, pick somebody then pick somebody else. Actually, those two people that you picked are the only two people that you can vote for to go home tonight. Oh. oh. To all the Purple Pants Posse, we'd love to hear if you guys have any suggestions of cool twists. Oh, drop them in the comments. We'll love yes. to hear them. And listen, it has been High Went Home. It has been a great recap episode with the baby boy that is the Jack Atkins with the Wendeezy Holland. We appreciate you guys so much. Like Wendell said before, Philadelphia, we are pulling up to our hometown May 11th. Okay. LA, we come in May 25th. Tickets are available. Click the link in my bio. Click the links in window bio. Click the link in my bio. Shoot, you can even DM Jack and he'll text you the link. I got you guys. I got one more. What? A, oh, what, here you go. I got one more. You remember when they had the, the coin? The, the, you had to flip the coin for immunity? What if it was that, but as soon as you find it, you have to flip it at every tribal council until it lands on safe, and you have to. So every tribal, you have a 50-50% chance, chance of being safe, and as soon as you're safe, it's out of the game. Then it's done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay. I got, the, I got the best one. What if what you're the it? third boot, and you're able to come... <laughs> That's called Chris Underwood. (laughs) Okay, well, listen, and we live for Underwood. But listen, what if at Tribal, it's the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is the Purple Pants Podcast. Subscribe, show your baby some love, baby boy some love, and we'll see you next week. We are out. What if? (laughs) Is going to conclude this week's Survivor News. We appreciate you so much for showing your baby boys so much love, support in the comments. If you could be so kind to ensure that you follow along with this podcast on YouTube at Bryce Isaiah, hit subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and get in the comments. We asked you a couple of questions. And as always, please subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever podcasts reside, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits you to hit subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars, and don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that it's not goodbye, it's hi, because it's a, it's a, 
It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.